Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. I'm Rodney E and will Draymond Green be traded? Is that what's happening after he sucker punched Jordan Poole? I've just been sent some breaking news by the Oracle. The Golden State Warriors payroll and tax penalty in 23-24 will likely exceed $500 million once the roster is filled. That factors in Draymond Green opting in to his $27.6 million player option. Salary, $215 million. That's total team salary. Tax implications, $268 million. Total, $483 million. Has Draymond Green just punched his way out of Golden State? Also, prayers up to Nate Robinson, who we've just learned is battling renal kidney failure and is undergoing treatment for it. He's been quietly dealing with this for the last four years, apparently. So we all wish Nate the best and hope that he overcomes this difficulty in his life right now. Uh, three-time dunk champion and one of the most exciting small guys that we've ever seen play in the NBA. So shout out to him. Let's hope for a speedy recovery for Nate. Now let's just get straight into the episode where we deliver possibly the worst NBA preview in history while being full of love for our local NBL competition here in Australia. Uh, Please enjoy episode 22 of the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. been on the UDLs. The <laughs> Cardi Breezes, come on, dude. Fuck. You pre-drinks, pre pre-pod drinks. All right, welcome everybody to the Garbage Time Basketball Podcast. I am Rodney E, the pod guard of sport comedy. Yeah! And uh, hashtag full squad <laughs> back today. Uh, Matt, he's back. Did you, say, did you say pod god then? Pod God, I'm, yeah. I'm the pod god. I'm the pod god of sport comedy. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well self proclaimed. Traditionally when someone proclaims himself a god, that really goes well for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going well so far. <laughs> How was your trip? Great. It was uh yep. That was it, it was fantastic. Look, uh I, I do have something to ask though, you guys. Like and uh the the one year suspension for Yudoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't they just fire him? That's the smoke screen they're gonna use. The so, yeah. you know, given the suspension, it gives him time to think about it and, and you know, if he's the one that says, you know, I've fucked up majorly, I'll resign. But why would you give him that chance if it really was that it's a soft firing, Matt. It's a soft firing. That's that's all but, it is. but why do it softly if it is so if it's so cut and dry, um, you know what I mean? Why not fire him? Because they like him or something? I don't know. Look, not, not to get too serious straight away, but that is just a terrible precedent to set and one that has been, I don't know, perpetrated over a fair while in the NBA where you get special treatment depending on who you are. The Draymond Green thing is another perfect example of that. No suspension. Yeah. Just a fine, yeah, exactly. And right. the media, pretty much 100% of the media is saying, well, no suspension, that's good because it happens all the time. Well, you know what, fucking... A lot of things happen all the time. Yeah. It doesn't mean that they fucking should happen all the time. That's Correct. something, man. Uh, Michael Jordan punched out a lot of his teammates. Well, Michael Jordan is a cunt. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. You know, he sort of addressed that in the last dance and inferred that he thought it might have been a mistake to treat people like that. People say, well, you can't argue with the results. Well, I don't know. I don't know if the ends justify the means. I don't think that – because when it comes down to it, it's a workplace, right? They're getting right. paid a lot of money to do these things. And people – him sucker-punching him. Green – like, I'll probably get my head of myself here, man. I know you've got this in the rundown a little bit later on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but him to basically sucker punch him like that, that he should have been suspended like what's his name from uh uh portis got suspended for eight games right was that eight games eight weeks yeah so like seven that. or eight games 
And that was self-defense. Like that was legitimately self-defense. This was a sucker punch, a straight up sucker punch. And they are more concerned about who leaked the footage than the motherfucker who just sucker punched. Than punishing Draymond, yeah. The up and coming, like he says, the contract negotiations don't come into it. Obviously they did. Obviously they did. There's some pretty shit behavior going on in the NBA at the moment. Yeah, we've sort of already covered a lot of it. The important thing is, Matt, has Ime Yudoka stopped plowing Air Jordans? (laughs) <laughs> Unfortunately, no, my mission was a failure. <laughs> what, was, is he onto Crocs now or something? There's, there's not a fucking shoe in Massachusetts that hasn't been fucking rooted <laughs> by old Udoka the boot root. Which people will be familiar with. Uh, yeah, that's a Ballarat joke. Characters who root boots. Yeah. R.I.P. Anyway, boot rooters. Yeah. You you had a crack there, Matt, and, uh, and you know, not everyone can, can do miracles, unfortunately. So no. um, good on you for, for trying anyway. Yeah, he's fucked, I think. Yeah, I think he's fucked. Yeah. And I like Boston. So, Frank, the Oracle, how are you, mate? Let's uh, let's let's intro you finally, and uh, and and say uh, what's up, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, not much. You know, watching some of the preseason, seeing some of the cuts they're doing now, and and yeah, just looking, a few watermelon looking. cruises. <laughs> fucking watermelon cruises. <laughs> I fucking brother cunt, get it right. <laughs> fucking watermelon. There's an open bag of Doritos nearby. Okay. Fucking Maltesers. Maltesers then, sorry. All right, let's just uh, get straight into the opening tip. Yeah, you already sort of touched on it there, Matt, the, uh, the Draymond Green thing yeah. with Paul. They, uh, he's recently just rejoined the team as well. Draymond, so, you know, whatever punishment existed or that the team decided on, that's been done. It's a disgrace. Look, in my my opinion, of course, I only speak for myself, but that is a disgrace. That is an absolute disgrace. It's fucking weak. Frank, what do you think? I totally agree. They didn't even disclose how much the fine was, but no, it's fucking weak. It just shows you that uh, that they care about the results more than, you know, punishing the guy that should be punished. Yeah, and you've seen the footage, right? Yeah, well, I mean, who hasn't seen the footage? Yeah, Draymond walks up to him. He stands over him. Paul says, "You know, get the fuck out of my face or something." And then, bang! He just—he just his hands by his side. He has his hands by his side. Yep. He's totally like sucker punched, basically. It's a sucker punch. Yep. Yeah. The only reason I can think of that the Warriors would react this way is that they are—they don't want his trade value to go down. So. That's, That's the only reason I, I can think of that they're trying to maybe offload him. And look, he won three championships, and you know I don't think he had much to do with the last one. Like, I don't think he had much to do with the last one either. I, I agree with you 100 percent there. He's, what's he's his an name? overrated player the, for sure. The, the other guy, uh, you know, the guy with the with the underbite or the overbite, whatever. What's his, what's, that, what's that guy's name? The uh, uh, Looney. Looney, yeah, Looney. I mean, Looney. he he could do what he does for half the price. So why and, not? And is and him? is doing and is doing it for much less money. Yeah, he will then, continue to do it for the next. And then you got Kaminga, who's probably going to take a big step this year as well. I say, mm. trade him to the Lakers and get it. Get what you can. Put him and, with Beverly and let him just go to town. And as we week. speak, Draymond Green is currently playing. He's on the court against Denver. Yes, they're playing the uh, Denver Nuggets in one of the final NBA preseason games there. Uh, Has there been any interaction? Are you watching that game, Frank? I was just having a look to see because I heard that he was going to play the last game, but uh, I just quickly kicked it on and says, okay, there he is on the court. Okay. So you haven't seen any interaction between Poole and Draymond then? There hasn't been any... It hasn't actually started yet, has it? Yeah, the game started. Yeah. No, they don't have ups- updates on NBA.com. NBA.com. And it looks like the Celtics are going to lose too. Celtics did lose. Oh, Against the Raptors. In overtime. Yeah, they're going to lose by a few points there. Under new coach. Yeah. Fucking, what's his name? I don't know. It's your fucking team, Kent. <laughs> I'm not very feel, uh, familiar hey, with him. Pretty much uh, everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong for the Celtics, right? Their coach is a fucking uh, disgusting asshole. In terms Gallinari of- blew out his knee, right? Um, that happened. What's his name? Got an injury as well. The Williams. Uh, was it Robert Williams? Is that his Robert name? Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah. Got an injury again. I mean, that can't, can't stay on the court either. No, that's sure the not worry fucking with Robbie Williams is fucking singing, singing a song, cunt. Fuck. <laughs> so not a great start for the Celtics. 
who does it and what's his name's fuck to and fucking that cunt and the other cunt. Zion Williamson probably gonna might miss the start of the season. He's got a bit of an injury as well. So yeah, same as uh, Schroeder. He's got like a, a finger injury or some shit. Oh, fucking, fuck him. Fucking finger finger banging LeBron's yeah. ass. I reckon. Yeah, exactly. He's probably uh, the finger boy at the Lakers there. <laughs> I couldn't even watch the, the game. Was it Lakers versus uh, who was it? Timberwolves. I couldn't the, the other day. I, I was. I saw it there and just went, "No, nah, I can't." Yeah, look, I I've never been less excited for an NBA season. To be honest with you, if I'm being well, well, I, I sort of feel the same. But um, we'll we'll get to that in our NBA segment here. Before let's get uh, look. I want to get to something a bit more positive because a lot of that. Is not good news. The NBL has started. NBL unrivaled. This is a world class league. It's going quite well. What a start! What a start! Going quite well. The first first three rounds, man. Good games already. So so many great games and so many great performances. Probably the standout is Xavier Cooks, right? That dunk he had against. Uh, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can get up there and throw it down. That was especially that's that's a career highlight. That one, that was one that I'll probably play for a long time. I'm gonna just share it here and see if this works. Right? Let's just watch a little clip. What he did, it was an old school dunk. Look how he pulled down and pulled down the rim. That was so disrespectful. Like I just stood up and was just dumbfounded. Like. Oh, look how he bite. You saw he extended it. Look at yeah. that thing. Why he cocks it back? He cocked it. This is some old school Moses Malone type of dunk. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's Corey Homicide Williams on NBL overtime. There, just uh, they're just reviewing what Xavier Cooks did to Isaac Humphreys. There, Isaac Humphreys a good defender too. Yeah, that's uh, no slouch right there. And Humphreys has played fairly well for a shit team, uh, should well, be said. But I'll, I'll but, say this: um, Melbourne beat Sydney last night, didn't they? So uh, Isaac Humphreys. Perth. Oh, sorry, Perth. Um, yeah, in Perth as well. It was. Uh, Perth. Yeah, they looked tired. The Wildcats. They looked. Uh, and Melbourne extend their winning streak in Perth. Apparently, they won the previous six matchups yeah. in Perth prior uh, to last night's game. So yeah, Isaac Humphreys, I think, played really well for Melbourne last night too. I was really pleased to see that. I was really pleased to see him play well because I don't know if you guys saw in the press, he did make a few comments about how referees adjudicate big men in the NBL, and they weren't flattering. So there was a bit of a microscope on him. He did put a bit of a target on his own back. I mean, I don't think what he said was wrong. I think actually what he said was bang on. But the referees probably had him under the microscope. Yeah, look, they might have, but I can tell you right now, they wouldn't be thinking of anything different during the game. I don't think, honestly, I don't think that would affect anything that they call in the NBL. Some of the calls they make dumbfound me a little bit, though. Oh, I was just about to say the same thing, man, that this the only downside to this season has been, I think, that some standard of play has ramped up. It's risen, yeah. But the standard of refereeing definitely has not. <laughs> like, like some just – and I'm not even talking about, like, block charge calls, which are the hardest call. That's the hardest call in sports to make, and I get it if you get it wrong. You know, I understand if you get it yeah. wrong. You just yeah, call what you see. more tolerant but, of, of, of uh, mistakes when – yeah, that happens, and that's what the coaches' review is in there for to see. The coaches' yeah. review. Oh, let me get to that, but first, let me say that the referees in the NBL are making mistakes on over and back calls. They're making mistakes on out of bounds calls, who t- like simple out of bounds calls, and uh, free throw shooters and re- rebounders breaking the line on free throws. They're, they're they're fucking up like pretty simple calls when it comes to those things like that. Well, they're hiring refs from the NBA, are they? Well. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. And no, same refs. Same refs. Same refs. I, I, man, the amount of blown calls on simple things, I think, has gone up. And the, the, the coach's challenge, I think they should remove it. I think that they should get rid of it because the replay system that the NBL has is not borderline enough. an embarrassment. It, the coverage has not matched the standard of play yet. Well, get I, rid of your fucking VCR tapes. Update your system, cunts. Are you talking about the broadcast itself? <laughs> Correct. Or are, you, yeah. or are you talking about like the NBL replay center? I'm just thinking about the replay center, just fucking full of VCR machines and the, you know the, the recording 
right. And yeah, recording yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, well, well it's, it comes down to the cameras they're using to get the footage they're using for the replay review. Well, so they're not in good the, enough. The cameras no, aren't no, good they're enough. not. They're not because because you need multiple angles on a play, and there are, I think, three cameras at an NBL game for coverage, like for the broadcast. They're using broadcast cameras. I'm pretty sure I, there's. I think there's three cameras. In the NBA, there's maybe 10 or 12. So they get multiple angles. A replay center can, you know, really, really yeah. go to the videotape, get multiple angles of a play and make a call. Every time the referee makes a challenge, they just go, we don't know, and defer it back to the referee on the floor. There's no conclusive footage. The review center doesn't use footage that where the frame rate is high enough that they can isolate the... You know, when they have to go to a still front, like yeah, when you that's say a problem. Reviewing that, that, I mean, that, that's a problem. But angles, man. I think an, just having angles, three hundred sixty degree angles. There's got to be a camera on each side of the of the court. That's true. You yeah, know how they can fix that? Drones. Drone. Well, you know, that's not a that's that's, that's not, not a bad as, idea, actually. That's, that's not as crazy as it sounds. They probably yeah. will end up using drones at some point. But look, I don't want to. Obviously, I'm going to the negative side again. But the only bad negative. thing, very the negative. only bad They're thing, very well, well styled. Man. That's unlike you. <laughs> yeah, I should I shouldn't have said it because the NBL this season has been fantastic. I'm pumped for it. Yeah, totally opposite of the NBA. I'm fucking I'm there for the NBL, man. It's been fucking fantastic. And there's no undefeated teams left in the NBL now that all the best teams have lost. And can I just say that during my preview of the NBL, I did predict Cairns would beat one of the top teams, and they have already done it against the Sydney Kings, against yeah. the Oracle Sydney Kings. Despite having their number one import out with injury, yeah, they played some really solid defense, really fundamentally awesome defense, and made shots when it counted. And Adam Ford is a great coach. I, I reckon most players would love to play for him. I think they would. I agree with you because he really instills confidence in his players. He gives them yep. – well, they don't go out there and they don't get timid. They go out there and they have a red-hot go. So They go uh, out there with a huge boner for hitting threes. Yeah. Well, that's something that they really needed think, in the off-season, didn't they? Because last season, terrible from three. This season, they got some three-point shooters now. Yeah, they got some shooters. And Keanu Pinder, man, I think he is rising steadily as a, you know, a standout NBL yeah. player. He's, he's really got better and he really affected the game last night and to go to your point on the NBL referees the last the fifth foul where he got fouled out was terrible absolute bullshit there's yeah, no terrible. way that was I mean you don't you just don't call that foul at that point at the game even if there is a little push there he I mean he kind of jumped comp- back into him and he didn't really put his hand down like he was saying on his shoulder it was bad like it was yeah bad it was call. a bad call bad call but um he, he could probably go to the all-NBL first team, I think. He's he's playing that well at the moment. Well, he's probably a lock for the Boomer squad, right? You'd have to think so. After his Asian Cup performance, you'd have to think so that he's definitely going to be, you know, in that 12. He's, he's playing great. It's especially fantastic considering two seasons ago, this guy was basically in, in the toilet. Like No one wanted him. No one wanted him. No one wanted him because he was – well, you know, and justifiably so because he was playing like a bonehead. Right. Like he made so many boneheaded plays, dumb basketball IQ plays. He's adjusted his play. He has better physically, and he's making an impact now. And he's a, he's a good player to watch. He's uh, he's one of those sort of two way guys who gets yeah. at it on defense, and then he can rise up and throw down on offense too. Well, and can, cans not- are going to be great to watch. Cans are going they're going to get up I and down so. the floor really quick. They're going to play defense, but they're going to move the ball really quick and shoot a lot. Maybe if they can't get a fast break dunk, they've got multiple three point shooters. Here's a question for you, Matt. Will the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix finish above Cairns? No. <laughs> no. That's my team, the Phoenix. I love yeah. my Phoenix. Mine too. But uh, not good signs so far. We'll see. No. I mean, today, Joe Chi, Joe Chi signed at the very- They got some players to come back. They got some players to rejoin. Brokoff, Joe Chi. Yeah. I mean, Brokoff is a, is a concern, mate. I mean, he's hardly on the floor. And when he has been on the floor, he hasn't shot very well at all. He hasn't been an offensive threat. He's rebounded well. He's played defense pretty well. Mm. But the Phoenix really need shooting. another – Yeah, they need a little bit of shooting. They need another offensive guy, a consistent offensive guy. And the fact that he hasn't been able to play that much, I think, is a real concern. The signing of Joe Chi at the very last minute too – I don't know, man. He's he's going to be – I'm not sure what a state he's going to be in when he gets here. Is he going to be in game shape? Not sure. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I, – I don't really sh- 
share that view with Joe. I think he'll be good. Melbourne United were trying to get him. They were willing to sacrifice one of their roster spots to try and get him. Yeah. Um, but the Phoenix managed to pull him in at pretty much at the last to, second. Due to Creaky, I think, as well. Like Mitch Creek, yeah. I think, and him have a really, really close I think they do. friendship. So I really hope they get rolling. I really do hope they get rolling because I like Alan Big Source Williams, the new import they signed as well. I think he's, uh, he's going to be good too. He's, he's Big Source, is he? Big Source, that's the, that's the nickname <laughs> that, cool. that he has, which is probably one of the best nicknames ever. Maybe I think we're just not deep enough and do not have enough rebounding strength. We get out-rebounded, chronically out-rebounded. So mm. I think I think the Cairns are going to finish in the top four. Well, they're third at the moment. Southeast Melbourne Phoenix are third last, one and two. Yeah. Uh, Cairns are three and one already. So – yeah. Another team that's languishing down the bottom Are you going to talk there, about Matt? the Jack Jumpers? Well, I'd, we can get to them, but I was just going to quickly talk about Brisbane being winless still. Yeah. Uh, despite being big banger there. What do you think's going on there? They are playing Sydney, I think, tonight. Yeah. Um, so they need to turn it around quick. And so d- despite... I put it down a little bit to there's a new lineup there. They're still figuring out team chemistry and shit. Yeah. Should you be James. doing that at the start of the NBL season? I don't know what you think about this, Frank, but teams should be ready by the time game one, right? They should be mm. – they look confused about what their game plan is. The rotations don't look set either to me. It looks like he's he's throwing out a few different rotations there. And it's like just get it to six, seven players in the NBL and play them 30-odd minutes, you know? Yeah. I don't think it's rocket science. I think you just put your best players out there for the majority of the time, you're probably going to get the results you want. Sobey's injured. Uh, what's his name? Tyler Johnson, is it? He used to play for yeah, the Nets. And the, he has not fired at all. Like, every time I've seen him play, so far. He, no. he hasn't shot well at all. No. So he, he could be on yeah. the way home if he doesn't improve. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You mentioned the Jack Jumpers there as well. They're I just wanted to quickly three. mention, I know, sorry, I know we're going over time here. I just wanted to quickly mention the Jack Jumpers. Jack Jumpers played the 36ers. 36ers just came back from kicking the Phoenix, Phoenix Suns' ass. Yeah. And then losing and to OKC. Yep. Losing to OKC. But they came back and they were a bit too big for their boots. Uh, they they were feeling pretty confident. They were feeling themselves. They were like, right. thought that they had the NBL championship locked down already before the fucking season had even, before they even played their first game. And the Jack Jumpers went in there and thoroughly dismantled them on every level. It was a really good, from, yeah, it, from it was the, really, really great to see. You have to say it was a really great game because you love to see a great team beat a team of champions every time. Absolutely. I love to see that. I saw the same game and it was from the opening jump. The Jack Jumpers were shooting well from the three-point line. I think they shot 7-11 in the first quarter, four or five from Josh Majette. Including a couple from the Kmart logo, which I, like I stood up when I was, watching, was it, watching it by myself in the land room and I stood up and started <laughs> yelling when he was shooting them from the fucking Kmart logo. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good and they thoroughly beat them and it looked yep. like it was on the sidelines there. It didn't – it looked a bit tense as well. It, the yeah, there wasn't a lot of harmony that, for the Adelaide 36ers during that game. No, Randall looks like he is a bit of a look. It's too early to it's too early probably to say the word locker room cancer, but he Let's, looks like he fits the bill. He could be a bit of that guy, hopefully not. But interesting to watch and see after Adelaide made history over in the NBA preseason. Jack Jumpers in the top four as well. Jack Jumpers uh, will be better than last season. That's my prediction there too. Southeast Melbourne have the New Zealand Breakers coming up too, Matt. And I th- Breakers got a team, man. Breakers are good. I like, Bra- I like yeah. their Breakers their have got one. a good team. So we'll keep our eyes on that one. Have a bit of a chat about it next time. Yeah, all right. Let's get to the fucking NBA. I'm here to tell you right now. It's garbage. It's just absolute garbage. And as always, fuck everybody else. Yeah, and do we that's, have to? Yeah, no, we're going to. And um, <laughs> it starts... This is you, Frank. This is you, Frank. This is your time to shine, mate. NBA stuff. October 18th in America, which is, of course, the 19th in Australia due to the time difference. Frank, you've got League Pass. You're going to be firing it up opening day, opening week. Frank? Frank. Fuck. Here we go. What are you doing there, mate? It's grabbing a pineapple cruiser. Stop stop sucking down those cruisers and UDLs and get with the podcast, man. 
The NBA is coming up. Miami are playing the Bulls. Opening, I think, the first or second day. What are, you, what are, what are your thoughts? How are the Bulls going to go? Yeah, I mean, the Bulls, in the preseason games, they've been working out some of their the opening lineup, basically, because, you know, Balls had his fucking surgery again. So the starting point guard position was up for grabs, and they've assigned that now to Ayo. He'll be okay. He won't be the fluent point guard we need, but he'll be okay. Dragic is just a bit too old now. And, you know, they want Caruso to come off the bench and give him a good spark. Yes. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. Vooch is going to play. They need more of an inside-out game for the Bulls because they don't have strong three-point shooters. So they need to get the ball inside to create a good three-point shot for him. So that's what that's what I think he needs to do. And... Uh, Patrick Williams, he's shown glimpses as well. He worked with the fucking what's his name? Jesus, it's going well. Um, Bill Clinton. <laughs> no, fucking wasn't Blake, Blake Clinton. Um, Bill Cosby. No. Fuck. Have I gone blank? Billy D. Williams. Have I gone blank on his name? He's he's worked out in L.A. and he did the the uh, the five a.m. work five five a.m. workouts <laughs> with fucking. Uh, DeRozan, fuck, that's his name. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember him. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully, you know, he's uh, learned a fair bit from him. So with the growth of Ayo and Patrick Williams and hopefully, you know, Drummer's played well for us in the, off- in the uh, preseason, ga- pre-season yeah, game I've so seen, far I've too. Yeah, i that. Big cheese there. He's going all right. Yeah, no, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a decent passer as well for a big guy. So he'll fit in real well. But um, Does he last out the season, Frank? Do you think he does something stupid during the season? <laughs> Oh, I hope. You might, you know, you might do another peace sign while he goes up for a dunk. I don't know. Better not. Better at least come up with something original. No, no more, uh, no more peace sign. You know, with everyone in the East basically getting a whole lot better with additions to the team, the Bulls didn't. So I don't think they'll. You reckon they'll struggle? I reckon they'll probably come around seventh. Well, that's not much confidence there, but they're making the playoffs. They're definitely not missing the playoffs for you, if you're projecting that. I mean, the East is just fucking really strong this year. It's pretty strong. Really, really strong, yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the games I've written down, the majority are Eastern Conference. I've got Boston v. Philadelphia. That's the opening game, I believe, of the schedule. Yeah, I mean, I'll be tuning in. I'll be watching it and seeing what's what's happening. But, you know, I, I kind of share Matt's sentiment there. I, I don't know what I'm looking forward to this season. It's a marathon, 82 games, the NBA season. It's a fucking lot of games. Yeah. I think Boston will do well despite everything that's happened. I think they'll, you know, they've got enough talent on the floor. Tatum could be an MVP. He, he could be, he'll finish top three MVP at least. He's, he's looking yeah. to have that sort of season. They'll definitely need him to. Yeah, we need him to. That's true as well. Um, so even uh, Portland, the uh, the rookie that they got sharp, he's he's uh, he's been looking alright too, Matt. Yeah, I I didn't see the game, but I read a report that he played really well in that game. He's kind of an unseen quantity. We don't don't really like I don't know. All his workouts were private. He hasn't really played in a long time. Lillard was big on him, insisted that they draft him. So could be a reason well, they're keeping it a lot of it under wraps you know he might be really good you know yeah like from the sounds of it he's got massive potential to be good right away so yeah well, I'll, I'll, i'm interested to find out what he what he played oh, but yeah like i was saying before i've never been less excited for an nba season to be honest with you I mean, well, if if well, anything, he's, he's, he's going to be entertaining because what is he's got a, a forty nine inch vertical jesus okay you'll <laughs> 49 inches, isn't that yeah. sort of record? Yeah, well, I don't know. Yeah. It probably have to be. I know, yeah, but if you remember, uh, Brett Rainbow could jump but couldn't play for shit, so let's just uh, <laughs> let's true. just hold off on our, on our assessments. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not all down to uh, vertical leap. Another game we've got written down there is Memphis v New York Knicks. Now, I've noted that because I want to ask you guys, do you think the Knicks will be good? Better, no. but not good. You think they'll be better, Frank? They should be better, but not good. I'm not sure why you would think they're going to be better. Well, you know. Brunson? You think that makes them better? When I say better, it might be one game better. I'm not saying they're going to be 40 games better. So they'll be very slightly better, pretty much the same. Slightly better. Memphis better or worse? Better. Marginally better, better maybe. 
Morant should also he, he should be a top five MVP contender. You get the opportunity for that. Whether he can achieve it is is another thing. I've got Phoenix v Dallas written down there. These are all games from like the first two or three days. By the way, it's not really an opening week preview. Uh, uh, Phoenix. Are they going to be shit? I mean, there's another team that's their front office has been uh, decimated due to wrongdoing in the workplace. Yeah, I'd think that's struggle. So Dallas should pump them. You'd think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, is, is Phoenix going to come out after you know that fucking sledging they got in Game Seven to get some some type of revenge? So you know, are they going to have some type of fight in them? Well, they're, no. They're <laughs> <laughs> going to fold like a deck of cards. Uh, well, you know, I just, I, just th- I think they're a locker room divided. There's reports coming out that they're still not very harmonious there. Aiton's still unhappy, does a pretty icy relationship with Monty Williams. So, you know, Devin Booker is sort of a beige superstar for me. He doesn't really excite me. He doesn't really disappoint a lot of the time. He's 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 good, but he's not great. Um, I don't think Phoenix will be better. I think they'll be worse than last year. And uh, I think Dallas will be better. For sure. Christian Wood, we'll see how he goes. He's well, he's been playing all right off the bench in the preseason so far. The the big guy, DeAndre Ayton there in the first game. Uh, the next game got written down is Philly v Milwaukee. The Bucks are they chip favourites, do you think? Yes. I think so. Most people have them, number one. Yeah. From what I've seen anyway. And who wins out of that? Milwaukee and Philly. The first game, Bucks. Philly's Philly's home game there. The Bucks. So no chance for Philly to improve. No. There's potential, I think, for them to get better. I think so. Maxie's been playing off his tits in the preseason. I think they'll be a better team than last year, despite having cheeseburger munching James Harden there. Last game I've got is the Clippers v the Lakers. Now only I've only got that there because I'm interested to see how the Clippers look. With hopefully Kawhi Leonard. I haven't heard anything that he's not playing. And Paul George, John Wall, uh, all the others they've got there. V, uh, LeBong James and Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly, etc. Who takes that game, Frank? Do you really have to ask that question? <laughs> Are you going to be watching any Lakers games, do you think? If there's no other games on the day. As a last resort. You As a last resort, yeah. I watch them. Especially if they're going down in flames. <laughs> I love to watch them go down in flames. The shit shows are pretty fun to watch sometimes. Yeah. Clippers yeah. are stacked. Whether they, you know, that they can keep it on the court and keep healthy, we'll see. I mean, this yeah. is it. Like for the Yet Clippers. To be like this is this is their window right now, right? I think so. It's this this season or bust for them. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting yeah. to see. Those guys are a bit older and injured and uh, you know, recovering from injury and this is their last shot. Yeah. I reckon it's their their last shot. Who wins the championship, Frank, this NBA season? You're just going to go with the Bucks, like uh, like the crowd. Uh, what are you going to do? Oh, jeez. I think it, uh, I still I think it's it's too early to make a prediction yet. I want I'd want to see some regular season games at least, you know, up to ten games to see to really see what, what's going on. You can't. You sounds can't like take you're dodging you, the buck there, mate. It sounds like you're sitting on a huge fence. <laughs> No, well, I mean, you think about it, there's a lot of teams that made a lot of changes. That's why it's a hard prediction to make. That's why I'm asking it. All right, I'll make a prediction. Uh, The Denver Nuggets will win the championship this year and they will beat the Brooklyn Nets in the finals. Okay, yeah, all right. That's how I see it. That's that's the vision that came to me when I I thought about it. So you think Murray is going to come back and uh, have a big impact? Porter Jr., a.k.a. Uh, tall Eminem is going to play and they're, and they're going to be better than everyone thinks. Jokic, does he win a third MVP? Is that possible? Yeah, yes, for, for sure it is. I'm, I'm going with, I'm going to go with Milwaukee still. I think right. this is their last window of opportunity. They're, they're starting to get a bit older too. This is going to be their last window. All right, so you're going with the crowd. You're going with Milwaukee. That's, I mean, it's a pretty safe pick. They're obviously talented enough to win the championship. Chris Middleton should play majority of the season. I think he's pretty much injury-free now. Their full lineup is available. So, yeah, All right. Milwaukee, who do they play? In the West. Let's see. Yes, they do have to play a team from the Western Conference. <laughs> I, th- I think Western Conference totally goes bankrupt and forfeits. <laughs> I think Western Conference gets bought out by Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. West. It's not as stacked as the East, I don't think. 
No, it's, it's a little bit more clear cut. Can I mean, yeah, no, Clippers. Look. It's gonna be it's gonna be Milwaukee and Clippers. That's just what I think. But uh, that'd be can great. I, can I just say um, I'm still not that excited for it to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't motivate you? Do no, I mean, maybe stuff will happen in the season to get me into it again. But right now, man, I'm just like, eh. At the I'm going to I'm going to go on a whim and say Memphis. Milwaukee, you're going to play Memphis in the finals. You think? Yep. Okay. Well, let's see how close we are when the end of the season rolls around, which is a fucking long time from now because it goes forever. Yeah. Who do you think rookie of the year, Matt? Rookie of the year. Ah, jeez, man. Uh, this is one I haven't thought about. That's why I put you on the spot. Uh, it's in the runner there. You should have read. You should have read ahead. Did I? Oh, <laughs> well, I read down the the running sheet here, but I just put Roy there. Yeah, I can't go sideways. I'm gonna go down on this running sheet, so it's sort of cut off on the side of the anyway. Ah, you've got to but, expand it a little bit out, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, but that's there. Rookie of the year. There's, I mean, there's three pretty solid. Candidates probably. Do you think yeah. it's going to be an outsider, or you think it's going to be one of the top guys? Well, who was the set? What's the guy? What's the pick two again? What's his name again? Yeah, um, Hongren. No, <laughs> no. Was it, he was two? Was he, was he three or two? He was, he was three. three. He was three. Was he? He I was three. Was two. Yeah. Well, who, what, what was two? Manchero was, was two. What? Uh, one was it? The, the guy from Orlando or Houston? The guy from Orlando. That's Banchero. He went number one. Oh, okay. All right, him. That's what I think. You think him? Yeah, he'll get he'll get the opportunity for sure. And he, yeah, and he, he's gonna get he's gonna get the ball. So he he looks like a young Grant Hill for me. Recently, I think Jaden Ivey looked pretty good too. In that's my that's my pick. Yeah, you going with Jaden? Yep. And for MVP, I'm gonna go with Joel Embiid. Oh, really? That's uh, I'll go with I'll go with Tatum for MVP. I know that's not gonna happen, but uh, fuck it. I reckon he can win it. Rookie of the year. It's not going to be the guy from Houston. What's his name? The guy who went to Houston. Bill Clinton. No, he's not playing in the NBA. Bill Cosby. He's not either. Nicholson. You're just giving made-up answers, Matt. Look, look. The only thing that is a surefire, ironclad, 100% lock <laughs> is that the San Antonio Spurs are going to tank their fucking tits off. Yes, for Wembenyama, for sure. Yeah. They are going to tank everything. I think that they're going to show up late to games. <laughs> yeah. I think they, they're not even going to take off their warm-ups. Yeah. Didn't uh, the commissioner come out and say, you know, he's keeping an eye on, you know, he's already, oh, talk, well, he's already yes. talked about tanking. He's yeah. not going to do anything. Yeah, he, he looks like someone who you wouldn't want to be stuck in an elevator with, that stupid, bald, <laughs> arsehole shit. Then he looks like a, such a fucking annoying dork. You're thinking of Jabari Smith Jr., Jabari right. Smith Jr., yeah, yeah. He definitely won't win it is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to say, uh, look, I have no idea for Rookie of the Year. I think Banchero is probably a good chance. He's He looks pretty NBA ready. What about the most unlikely player to drop 50 in a game, Frank? Joe Wolf. Joe Wolf. Well, I don't think he actually plays in the NBA anymore, so that'll be it'll be tough for him to achieve that. Most unlikely players to drop fifty. Yeah. So excluding your your main guys, who's it going to be? I'll go with Brunson from New York. No, you think he'll drop fifty in the game? Yeah, I'll go with him. All right. Maybe uh, I think Jalen Brown's a good good chance to drop fifty. I'll just go with him. I don't think he's ever got fifty in a game. I know Tatum's got sixty once. Jalen Brown for me. Matt, you got anyone? Nah. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say Bill Clinton again. <laughs> nah, man. I look. I watched one, like I said, I watched part of a preseason game, and I was like, oh, God, and I haven't thought about the NBA since. I just couldn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> could not give one shit at the moment. I'm just hoping that – I really hope it does something happens where, you know, like there's some sort of uh, rivalry or uh, players that really get going or something like that. But yeah. right now, man, it's been I mean, pretty... I hate the Warriors. I hate fucking uh, – I just hate everything about the it's NBA at the moment. It's been a pretty negative lead-up to – the opening week of the NBA, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's every everyone will just be glad when the stupid media crap is over with and we can actually just talk about games. That's yeah. Better. All right, well, uh, let's get to a quick uh, commish segment. He's the commissioner. He's a tough yet compassionate boss with an unorthodox style of bending the rules. One man takes it day to day with offbeat humor and street smart skill. And 
that is where you come in, Oracle. Take us through your game-changing changes. Yeah, compulsory pineapple cruises. (laughs) (laughs) It's mixed berry cunt. That's right, yeah. Get it right. Yes. All right, so my next rule to a change. I'm going to do a two-parter. One of them is I don't think any of you guys are going to really agree with me with this, but... I don't give a fuck. The second part will be I want input from our listeners and from you guys as well about uh, adding things to this second idea, which I think Rod will love this one, but uh, we'll see. So the first thing is I want to talk about is the NBA draft. Now, what do you guys think of the talent pool that we get year in, year out? Do you think it's not as good as it was, or do you think it's about the same? Or what are your thoughts about the, the draft or, you know, the talent pool? Do you think after, after you know, outside the three, it's pretty much you just got to be lucky? Yeah, I see it as a bit of a mystery bag. Yeah, it's a bit of a crapshoot. There's been yeah. a couple of obviously standout draft classes but i mean that doesn't become evident until years later often so i want to ask you guys a question and uh, i don't think anyone any one of you will get this who was the last player to play four years in college to be drafted in the nba if you can give me a name or even a year i'll be very surprised tim duncan no but he did play four years though he's the only one i can really think of uh the guy who got drafted by indiana no, Brogdon. Brogdon? Uh, was it last year, last season? Not no. him. I'll guess and say 2014. No, it was the year 2000, and it was right. Kenyon. Yeah. It was Kenyon Martin. Kenyon Martin. That's he was that. the last player to play four years, three years. Four, was it four, four years? I would have thought of. Yeah. not a name I would have come up with on my own. Yeah. So look, I'm. Yeah, I'm not happy with the talent pool in the draft. I think yeah, you have your top three, maybe four players, and that's it. And then after that, it's you, you get players who who don't have that skill level that you do want to see. A lot of them don't make it. A lot of them don't make it. They come out too early, um, and and because of that, don't you know they get minor opportunity, and if they don't produce, they get shipped off. All right. So what's the change? How do you improve that situation? Aren't they well, talking about dropping the age? They did. They did from nineteen yeah. to eighteen. Back to eighteen. Yep. That, yep. That's a pr- that's that's happened, has it? That's already happened. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm saying no more high school players to be drafted. I'm saying you go to college, you do four years, or you do two years college. You can opt out, but then you've got to play in the international league for two years. I agree with the second part. Oh. Of that. I, I agree. Look, I agree with the sentiment you're going for, Matt. I, 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 I want, I want you know the players that do get drafted to be yeah. as good as they can be. You, you see too many players come, you know, get drafted into league where the you know they don't have a mid range jumper. Too many players are developing in the NBA, like they're drafted on their talent, and then they develop. Like you know what I mean? Then they do their what would normally happen in college in the NBA. That talent is assessed. Uh, these kids are playing other kids. Yeah. Right? They're not playing but, against fully seasoned NBA adult players. No. I mean, you look at Tim Duncan when he came over to the NBA. I mean, he had a lot of, you know, the fundamentals he should have, and he was great in his first year. He was the big fundamental. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, not every player is going to take that approach, but I get your sentiment here. I think the bar should be raised for entry into the NBA for sure. You should have to do more to qualify for it. You shouldn't just be a, an incredible athlete in dominating a high school competition to potentially get a shot at the NBA. You know, I agree with you with what you're going for there. I'm not sure if that achieves it, like banning high school entry and that sort of thing. I yeah. Think it's, I think it's a good thing to try and encourage something further than the American system because... Look, college basketball is a corrupt joke. Let's just face it. At the it's, moment, it is, yeah. It's, it's corrupt. You've got all the colleges making all the money. I mean, they've sort of made inroads into these sort of, uh, what do they call it, these sponsorship contracts where they can, where, to, where yeah. the players get a cut of the, look, man, that's all horse shit. That, all that stuff that they're doing now, they're just making money off these kids who come from most of them, American kids who come from really poor backgrounds, Yep. And they're making billions of dollars off them in the college basketball system. Now, undoubtedly, a lot of, you know, a few of them will 
do well and get drafted. I don't blame them for one second playing one season and then grabbing that cash because why should some other person get the cash from them playing? If you stay at the four years of college, you're going to end up with a degree of somewhat. So if you don't make it, you've got that to fall back on. That's true, but I don't think every player has that intent. I think some people have have no interest in being involved in any sort of other industry. They're a sports person. They want to be involved in sports somehow. But uh, but saying that, not every college basketball player will get drafted. So, you know, not all of them are going to come in and say, you know, I'm going to get drafted and blah, blah, blah. There is a chance that you might not. So you have to have something to fall back on. I think you need to do more to qualify for the NBA, like you said. But the NCAA being what it is, I don't think you can force players to play through it. I think they need other options. I think there should be different ways to qualify for the NBA draft. Like you said, EuroLeague and the NBL, I mean, these leagues are legitimate fallbacks for guys who can't make the NBA. And the coverage of the NBL, as far as the audience, has expanded. So Due to the last couple of years, things happening, the audience for the NBL has expanded by the millions. So now that these players know that's the sort of audience it has, it's a it's a real viable option for them, even if the money isn't what it is in other leagues. That's an interesting one to, to, to think about. So is there a second part to that or is it just a second idea? Second idea. Now, this one's a bit of fun. Okay. We've been quite serious about the three-point shot and now about this one. And airballs. Yeah, and the airball one. Um, now, this one is – I've been thinking about what can the NBA do a little bit different to sort of make it stand out and have a bit of fun. And it got me thinking about, uh, you know um, – How many NBA have... teams are there? Sorry to interrupt you there, Frank. How many NBA teams are there again? There's 30 oh, – I don't know, 30 or some 30. shit. 30, there's 30 exactly. I, I don't 30, know. 30, yep. 30-game NBA season. 30 games. That's, that's it. Then, after that, it's a knockout. Like, if you lose, <laughs> it's like 30 games. If you lose the first game, you're out. It's a knockout. <laughs> that's the name of the game. That's what I think. That's what I think. Because 82 games, too long. I think if you want to... It, it's fucking long. I'll yeah, it's, it's way too long. Knockout Apparently. tournament straight from day one. Day one, knockout tournament. Boston, Philadelphia are the the first game of the season, is it? Whoever loses, loses, they're out. out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whole season, done. Sorry to derail your your idea there, Frank. (laughs) Sorry, mate, get back to it. What what were you going to say? Yeah, so I was thinking about, uh, you know. A bit of that shithouse idea I just had. (laughs) (laughs) You get uh, theme-type games and, you know, whatever, and, you know, there's Philly has the Australia fucking game with advertising four and 20 pies and all that shit. And I thought, well, what, what can the NBA do that's a little bit different? And I got to thinking about Valentine's Day. What I want to do is Valentine's Day is, you know, you, what about the single guys and single girls out there? Let's do something for them. So I thought Valentine's right. Day, day yeah. games. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be You're impregnated by an NBA player. <laughs> <laughs> fucking in the stands. Dirk is fucking going to love that. Um, So I thought Valentine's Day games, there'll be four. Now, to watch these games, you have to buy it from League Pass, so like pay-per-view style, and the games will be for single guys and girls. Now... Do they fuck? No. Now, couples aren't... The couples aren't allowed to go to these games. It's got to be single guys and single girls. Right, so you can't go to the games paired up. You have to go... As an individual, seeking yep. another individual. Now, saying in this, you know, the, the girls with the pom-poms and fucking the cheerleaders and all that, they're going to be in lingerie. <laughs> so there's going to be no kids at these games. So it, it's going to be, you know, for the adults. Now, the commentators, they can swear. They can say whatever the fuck they Ooh, want. Oh, I like that idea. Now, also. Uncensored commentary. Yes. The halftime show will be girls from Thailand. Yeah, I love that. The refs can talk back to the players. The refs can punch a player in the face if they're... Punch, kick, swear, tell them that they're no good. They get slack all year round. Now it's time for the refs to have a bit of fun. They can unleash the fury back. And also at this game, full-strength beers will be served with kebabs. (laughs) These are all awesome no pizza, no hot dogs, anything like that. It's just, it's you just go there, kebabs or beer. 
Or you both. wash down your kebabs with a beer. There is no other option. Correct. So that's why it's like, you know, well, what else can we add to this idea? So if anyone out there, including you guys, have got ideas. I, I, there's there's got to be some dope-ass DJ as well, like Egyptian lover or something like that. Yeah, there you go. You know, change it up with the music. Back yeah. And, yeah. Just playing. He'll just be playing like old-school electro and talking and, and breathing heavy into the mic. It'd be great. Yeah, see, so there's an idea that would work. So yeah, I think, if anyone, I think they should go grassroots. NBA's got to go grassroots. Go back, play some NBA games in some high school gyms and have them avoid just the hail of gunfire that there is at a, an American high school. <laughs> It'd be good to have some more wholesome activities to focus on when it comes to the US high school system. It'd be cool if they had to play in high school gyms and no one was allowed to know about it. Like when they play, where they play, no one is allowed to know. They just have to turn up to the gym, they're banned from telling anybody, and that they basically play in front of whoever's just in that gym at the time. Oh, I like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's all right. That's pretty good. Just came up with that that then, really, uh, when we were talking about it. See, that's what you do. You just, you just flesh out these things. So if people are listening now, have any ideas for the Oracle there and his uh, proposed changes for the NBA, tell us what you think. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok as well, aren't we, Frank? We're on TikTok as well. Yeah, Facebook, uh, fucking, you know. Spotify, all, all those, uh, you know, your podcast apps, we're, we're, we're filling up all of them with our words about bath And jizz. <laughs> and Matt's filling it up with jizz. But, you know, that's Matt. And we sorry, have to, sorry, shouldn't have said that. We have, we have to give him free reign here. We don't censor on this podcast. We will not censor anything. That is my pledge to you. All right, that about does it, I reckon. We've uh, gone well over time again, but who cares? Good stuff, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on it again, Matt. Glad you're back. Yeah, pleasure to be here, mate. Uh, pleasure to talk about some basketball. Well, about the NBL anyway. And yeah. just free. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm not sure you're completely jizz free over there, Frank. Yeah, I, I, I don't believe you. Well, you know, you can't say no to a bumpkin. Frank Frank doesn't jizz, he just fucking squirts out pineapple UDLs. <laughs> it's passion fruit, can't <laughs> I thought it was mixed berry. I like to change it up. <laughs> yeah, anyway, get us tell us what you think, cunts, whoever's listening, whoever's there. I oh, know Emmanuel's listening and Wolsey and a few few other of my mates. And Timmy. Timmy, Matt, you got any shout outs? Yep. I wanna say what up to Bill Clinton. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Those three guys. Stay strong, guys. They're all in hospital at the moment. They're doing a, a, a human centipede type experiment and and they're in there getting the surgery to get separated. So uh, good luck, guys. It's just the most fucked up thing I've heard all day, I reckon. <laughs> yes. So a good thing to close on. This has been Garbage Time Basketball and... Uh, back again soon after the NBA starts and if we don't neck ourselves during the first week. See you later, guys. Yeah, still pretty long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> long. But I'll cut it down anyway. How you doing, Frank? Yeah, I'm right. Well, I was just asking, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the attitude. <laughs> What's with the chewed, man? Fucking. Trying to be friendly. He's trying to be friendly. That's right. it's unexpected oh, coming from sixteen-year-old teenager over there. Matt, Jesus we don't Christ. expect you to. What you doing? Nothing. Fucking. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. How was school? <laughs> Good. Leave me alone. Fucking give me room and whack off. And thanks, Frank. I'll let you get back to your 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 fucking. Uh, wild berry cruises and blunkins over there. We're working through a slab of fucking UDLs. Working fucking Bacardi breezes. Well, red bears. Fucking flagons. Fucking. Fucking your two step uh, wine casks. Bit of port as well. Two just steps a, away from a crack pipe. Just to fucking, you know, top off the night. <laughs>